Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 179, Detachment. I want to talk to you today about something that is absolutely critical in living a happy life, and it's called detachment. So before I get into it, let me tell you about attachment and what happens when we are attached to different things. So when we're attached to something, whether it's our opinion or an outcome that we want, or the way a person should behave, we have an emotional investment to it and to it the outcome of it. And when we have an emotional investment attached to whether something else happens or doesn't happen, we give away our emotional control to circumstances that either align with our attachment or misalign with our attachment. For instance, if you are too attached to your opinion, then whenever someone disagrees with you, you want to fight about it until you can change their mind or you walk away angry, usually. That creates stress and unhappiness that you constantly feel knowing people disagree with you. You can still have your opinion, but if you aren't attached to it, You don't really care if someone else has a different opinion. You still have your opinion. And so detachment is a very useful habit in life that frees us from almost all negative feelings that weigh us down. So what is detachment? It is to separate from how important something is to us. Now, it doesn't mean that the thing, whether it's the relationship, our opinion, or the circumstances aren't important to us anymore, but it is that we don't let those things dictate our happiness. Now, there are a number of different ways that we are attached to things and ways that we need to be detached from those things. Usually you talk about it in the spiritual realm, and I'll talk about that at the very end, but I also think it's important to pay attention to ways in which we are attached emotionally to things, uh, attached to expectations or outcomes that we think should happen, attachments in marriage, and attachments as a parent. So let me go through them first. When we are attached emotionally, we have, as I said, strong opinions. And if our opinions are not acknowledged or considered correct, we get angry, we get upset. So we need to detach from our opinions. They can't be that important that they cause us to be angry and upset. And also, we need to detach from the opinions that others have of us. So very often, if you are attached to people's opinions of you, you may become a people pleaser and you may do things that you don't really want to do. I'm thinking of a teenager who is so attached to what someone else thinks of them 
that they may go drink when they shouldn't go drink, or they may have sex when they shouldn't have sex. We need to teach our children to detach from what other people think of them. We need to detach from the goals and expectations that we had in our life, maybe goals and expectations for our marriage or our career. And if we find that what we expected isn't happening, we adjust, we shift, we decide either this is important enough to keep working for, or this is not important enough for me to get so upset about. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. If there's truly nothing that you can do about it, but you can't let it decide your happiness or your unhappiness. When Michael got cancer, stage three colon cancer, uh, it'll be 17 years in November. Um, we had the opportunity to really be attached to the way our life was and the health and the financial situation. And it could have just destroyed us emotionally, spiritually, you know, just practically. And we didn't let it. Yes, we had serious, serious financial issues because he was self-employed and, you know, you don't go to work, you don't get paid. We could have stayed attached to health so that stage three colon cancer diagnosis and the doctor coming out and saying, you've got about two years before this comes back and really ravages his body. I could have been attached to that and been very sad and depressed and scared and all of those things. We could have said to God, wait a minute, we have seven children. Why are you doing this to us? So attached to the way we thought God's will should be for our life. But instead, through the grace of God and through many, many, many years of prayer life, we were able to be detached from cancer. In fact, so many people came up to us and said, um, you know he has stage three colon cancer, right? Because we were very happy and cheerful. And, you know, we went through six months of chemo and then six months of recovering from chemo. It was a good year before he felt well again. It was a good year before he was able to work well. We almost lost our house. We almost lost everything. But we were cheerful and we were joyful because we knew that whatever God had in mind for us was going to be the best thing. And so that was our prayer, actually, with our children. We prayed that we prayed for healing, of course. And then we prayed that if it's not God's will that he be healed, that we be at peace. The children all knew that. So detaching from our expectations we also need to detach from our beliefs and our stories. So growing up in a particular family that you did with parents, the way they parented and the stories and beliefs about you, you have to let that go sometimes. It can't be that, you know, you were the golden child and everything you did was, was done well. And now as an adult, you don't have that same kind of positive reinforcement from everybody. Maybe you're not winning at everything. Maybe you realize, oh, I'm not perfect. Oh, I don't know how to keep a house as well as I thought I did. Letting go of the stories and beliefs and not allowing our attachment to them 
make us unhappy. Some people have to detach from their past. Maybe they made a lot of mistakes, a lot of decisions that they wouldn't have made again. Letting it go and not letting it define who you are now is the way you live detachment. Or maybe there are friendships that you're in that are unhealthy for you. And also helping our children see, especially the teenage years, are those friendships healthy for you? Sometimes our children want to stay friends with the cool crowd or the ones that accept them at, you know, first glance. But they're not really the kids that, you know, nurture and nourish our children in life. They're takers sometimes. And we have to teach our children to let go of that relationship and they'll be okay. They will find new relationships. Maybe on a more personal note, it's detaching from that number on the scale, not letting it define you, not letting it decide if today you're happy or you're not. All these different ways, emotionally, we need to let go and realize that we have the power through our thoughts to create the reality that we want. Maybe it's expectations in your life. You don't have the house that you wanted or the beautiful clothes or the beautiful cars or the vacations, all of that. What did you expect? And if you don't have it, are you okay with it? And if you're not okay with it, ask yourself why. Why does that define your happiness? And then make the active decision to let it go. How do you show up in your life? Do you judge yourself based only on your faults? Do you decide you're a terrible mother because you yell at your children sometimes? Listen, I'm not encouraging anyone to yell at your children. And I used to be a mom that yelled at my children. And then I realized how to control myself, how to coach myself to control myself, to step back and realize this is not the way I want to show up for my children. But I didn't judge myself so much that I got stuck in staying that person. That's what happens when we're attached to something, a behavior of ours. We get stuck, we think it defines us, and we see no way out. What if you're a woman who doesn't quite know how to keep a home, and your home is a mess? Are you attached to that persona? I'm a mess. I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. If you are attached to it, then you're never going to find a way to clean up your home and get into a schedule and routines and habits. When we are attached to something, I think I'm going to get a dollar for every time I say <laughs> attach or detached. We don't find ways to be different. We think it has to be a certain way. And so options don't even present themselves to us. How about in your marriage? Is your marriage going the way you thought it would go? And if it isn't, why? What can you do to change the course of your marriage? First thing, check your expectations. What were your expectations of your husband? What were your expectations of marriage in general? What were your expectations when children came along? And are you attached to all those so much that you haven't learned how to have fun, how to have intimacy, how to have connection with the husband and the children and the life that you have now. That's how we 
connect and become happy and joyful is when we let go of our attachment to expectations of how we thought things should go. Is every disagreement you have with your husband a battle? And if it is, it's because you're both attached to what you think. Let go. Be open. Be curious. Everything doesn't have to be a battle. Can you accept your husband for who he is? Can you allow small transgressions, giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's not perfect? Or do you take everything personally? You're not perfect either. Let go of small ways in which you are attached to the outcome in conversation and begin to find the joy of accepting him for who he is and letting him accept you for who you are and working together to become the excellent parenting team for your children. And speaking of children, are you attached to the way they behave? Are you attached to how smart they are, what they should be doing, what schools they should be going to, whether or not they should be playing sports, even though they don't like it? Detach from what gifts and talents you think they should have or want to have. Detach from how many friends you think they should have or from your desire for them to be popular. Love your children and lovingly challenge them to be the best child of God they can be. But when you let go of your attachment to your expectations for them, that's when you can really begin to appreciate them for who they are. Faults and gifts, all of it. And as they grow, they're going to make decisions that you don't like. And you have to let go. You have to detach from who they choose to be as adults. And I can tell you that is not an easy thing. But the only thing that attachment does is make me miserable. They're not miserable. (laughs) They're making their own decisions. They're living their life. Meanwhile, I sit around and am miserable because they didn't do what I thought they would do. So let go as a parent. And finally, spiritually, detach from what you want from God. God's will is not you informing him what his will should be. Be in relationship with him because you love him. Not because of what you think he can do for you, but just because you love him. Be still and know that I am God. I love that phrase. Be still and know that I am God. He will take care. We don't need to tell him how he needs to do it. We need to be detached from how we want to control things. We just need to be in relationship with him and trust him and trust his will for us. And yes, that's hard. (laughs) It just is. But I think that's the refinement of the human person is when we let go and become more and more intimate with God by trusting him. I love this phrase. Spiritual detachment is a process that frees us from whatever interferes with our spiritual growth. So whether it's the expectations of how we think life should have gone or the way we think our children should have turned out or our marriage, we let go of all of that so that we can grow spiritually. Don't forget, growth rarely happens unless there's contradiction involved, unless we're forced 
to grow. I know that I am a much more patient person than I used to be because I had seven children. (laughs) And it was either be patient, learn to be patient, or die. And I chose learn to be patient. I am a kinder person because I see through my children, through my husband, and through others, the, the adversities that they go through. And I'm much more empathetic and kind. Would I have been without my family? I don't know that I would have been. So we need to understand that growth in all areas of our life, emotionally, spiritually, physically, growth comes with a cost of discomfort. And once we are okay with that, we begin that process of detachment from what we hold so tightly that we want. Detachment helps us avoid disordered inclinations and relationships with persons or things. How attached are you to your phone? Go to settings and look at screen time. You'll see how attached you are to your phone when you do that. Are you on it a lot? Is your spouse on it a lot? It's a great opportunity for you to have a conversation with him, not in the heat of the moment, but later. Talking to each other about what is our family goal? What do we want to model for the children? And attachment to the phone is not something we want to model with our children because it begets a disordered inclination to the phone. Detachment can also help us avoid negative memories and thoughts that keep us from God's love. Mistakes we made, who we used to be. When we are so attached to them, we don't think forward. Jesus calls each of us to spiritual detachment when he said, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. In other words, he's saying, let go of everything. Let go of the worldly attachments. Let go of your fears. Let go of the things that you hold so deeply and follow him. And then he gives us the example of how difficult that can be. When the rich man came to him and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And he says, sell all you have. And he went away sad because he had done all the other things, but he could not let go of his attachment to his things. Jesus even says, and you will have treasure in heaven. And yet the rich man could not let go of his things. He went away sad. So detachment is letting go of the emotional hold that people, things, ideas, and expectations have on us. It's accepting what is real without holding on to our wants and desires that only serve to make us unhappy. Detachment is finding joy in the here and now. And it is a great and important lesson to teach our children. Find ways that you can model detachment. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at findingjoyinmotherhood.com.